live. L I V E <laughs> two zero two three. You think? Do I think? Do you yeah. think we're live? We're oh, live right, right there. there. We are. Hey, 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. There's no one in the chat yet. There's no one. You just wasted. I'm just. I'm just gonna wait a little while. Yeah. Here, let's get here. us. Let's get us on. See what happens though. Well, like, here, I I won't mess it up. See, but now we gotta mute it again. All right. Are you are you gonna share it? Well, we got three viewers already. Wow. It's not even me. So glad All you're right. here. So glad um, I'm going to share it. I suppose I will too. It's for service today. All right, friends, if you are tuning in with us live, Kim Chitwood, glad you're here, Mom. Welcome to the party. We are so glad you are joining us. I will post in the online campus. We have six viewers. We're killing it right now. Mm -hmm. All right. You want to do your thing now? No. <laughs> you did your thing before nobody was here. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, Does man. it seem like New Year to you? Um, that's a weird question. It is a weird question. It usually, I think a lot of people have anticipation about a reset mm -hmm. coming into 2023. The last couple years, I've started my reset two weeks before the year ended. Sure. So that way I can, like, get into a routine and make sure it's not just, like, you know, I get two weeks into January and then give up. Yeah. I, I, you know, I start two weeks early. So the New Year mindset for me has kind of been, you know, a thing since the middle of December. Yeah. I <clears throat> I personally never, for, for a long time, never really, I mean, I knew New Year's was here, but I never really made resolutions or anything up until the last few years. Yeah. And then I have gotten into that reset. You never used to make resolutions growing up? Not really. Really? No. Was that, is that a, and this goes to our generationally speaking, hashtag ad, <laughs> is that a boomer thing? Or are I, you just You know, abnormal? honestly, I don't really know that. Um, I think it was more of our whole family, you know, circumstances that I don't think our family really did okay. a big. We, we would have relatives over for New Year's Eve and things like that. Really? We never talked about. Interesting. About New Year's resolutions. We went off there for just a little bit. We did. Um. But yeah, so it's it's interesting, and I don't know how you guys all feel, but um, you know, how do you feel about the new year? I am very excited, honestly. Yeah. I, I yeah. really am, and I think that's why we're gonna we're gonna talk about yeah. it a little bit today. Good morning, but. Graham. Good morning, Colbert family. Good morning, Chitwood family. We've got sixteen viewers with awesome. us. Awesome. Hey, if um, you are if you are viewing in, we would love to know you're there. Just say Happy New Year in the chat, so we know uh, that you're here, and and we would love for you to, as we talk today, um, just kind of. Let us know how you're feeling, some thoughts that you may have, Comments things like throughout. that. You know, we, <clears throat> honestly, I've been very excited about this because we started talking about this months and months and months ago, whether we were going to do a service on Sunday, and we thought this was just basically the best way to kind of communicate. Yep. And honestly, this is my favorite way. I was going to say most fun, most funnest. Well, anyway, this is my favorite. Most favor enjoyable. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love communicating uh, this way. To the church, and I just think it'll be a great. You just great love co-teaching with. Me. I do that. That I do. That I do. Happy that New Year, Mullers. Happy <coughs> New Year, Geysers. Happy New Year, Dungis. Happy New Year, Millers. Happy New Year, Combs. Happy New Year, Hertensteins, Eliases, Hollies. We are 22 viewers. Awesome. Hey, so many families, and 12 on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know in the chat. Unless you're on your TV, that's a little difficult. But uh, hey, we're just excited to be here. We were, honestly. Super bummed that we had to miss 
Christmas uh, Eve last yeah, week. Yeah, that was. It was a decision, uh, friends, that, that we. Was, that was two days of agony is what that was. And so many conversations. You and two elders actually showed up to the church Saturday for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. Debating different scenarios. Yeah. And it, it was just, awful. It, it was just something where we chose the responsible, safe thing. Right. Over um, our excitement. Yeah. Because Christmas Eve service this year was going to be pretty it's awesome. It's going to be amazing. And so we're saving it for next year. Yeah. Um, unless we change our mind, but next year, yeah, hey, just be ready for next year. It's going to be incredible. So. Yeah. Well, hey, you want to kick this off? Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, uh, if you are tuning in and you don't happen to know these two strangers here in the seats, my name's Brad. I'm the lead pastor. And then this is Jordan Chitwood. He is our online pastor. And uh, this is just one way that we love to communicate is uh, through video and, and actually team teaching also yeah but we thought this would be a great avenue a great way for us just to kind of communicate uh what's coming we're going to look back a little bit of yeah. last year and when we're going to look forward and and honestly i can't say in the last many years of course covid plays into this but it's i've never been more excited really. about where we're heading in in the new year yeah so kind of treat this as vision sunday almost <clears throat> for kind of our vision for 2023 but then also um, we want to celebrate some things of the past, which we did at our business meeting, if you're able to join us, and then talk specifically about what we're going to be doing for the month of January for our series. And so this is going to be filled, um, we're going to share our theme verse for kind of our church, something we've right. never done before, right. um, have like a theme verse for the whole year, and, uh, and really just walk through kind of, you know, what we see happening in 2023. And so... Uh, Carrick, Nick, and Walter, good to see you. Joe Boonchich, good to see you. The Fishers, great to see you. Um, yeah, let us know if you're here. We'd love to connect with you. And and throughout. we talked a little bit earlier, if you're just joining us late, is that you know everybody ha takes takes this whole New Year's thing a, a different way. Some right. people really you know, make resolutions and they say it's a fresh start. Um, and for others, it's just hey, it's just another day. You know, we watch the roads parade and that's it. But I mean, we don't think plan, but. There is something unique about the beginning of the new year that no matter where you are, you do have this chance of a fresh start. Right. You know, it is just another day. There's nothing special about New Year's. But I want to just challenge us as a church and as individuals to take some next steps, some in very intentional next steps. Yep. And that's honestly your word for this year is intentional. Yep. I had been, and, and for those, you know, that know we... I, I love to choose a word, kind of my New Year's word. I've been doing this ever since my uncle um, shared with me six six years ago that he, he had been choosing a word that's going to be kind of the theme. And so this year, my word is intentionality. And I was at the gym this week just <clears> thinking <throat> about my health and thinking about my, my job and, and my relationships and uh, how 2022, so many things got put kind of on hold of things that I wanted to do and invest in and excited about. And a lot of relationships because it, w it was just, you know, a trying year of ministry. And so a lot of things kind of got put in second place or third place, tertiary place. And, and I really wanted to be intentional this year of getting things back and, and reprioritize kind of um, things I'm passionate about, but then also make sure that every person knows that I'm intentional in my relationship with them. And, yeah, and I and think so, that's yeah. awesome. And, and one of the things that, that I love that because I think that's, I'm going to kind of adapt your, adopt your word, Good. actually. And I think as a church, we, we need to be more intentional. But Absolutely. as I was thinking of being a Colts fan this year, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I started thinking about getting back to fundamentals. 
and we have talked about this before this, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why we're kicking off the year the way we are, is getting back to the core stuff of what we need to do to be healthy Absolutely. spiritually and emotionally and even in our, in our health. So, Absolutely. yeah, so whether you're a big, hey, let's go and, and set some goals or not, I think this is going to be really good. So let's start with, with just talking about some of the wins from last year. Last year was so incredible. Um, friends, we talked about some of these things with our business meeting, but then also Marissa and I had a date day this year, and I texted you and Bruce, yeah. and I said Marissa wanted to challenge you know, me and her, like what if we just find one win of every month? like all of 2022. And it was one of those things where when we started talking about this outline, really for the business meeting of finding our wins for the year, you start to realize how much good God did Unbelievable. every month. Because and it's very easy, especially when you're looking forward to just forget about those kind of things. Absolutely. And, and, and we've never been very good at celebrating the wins. We're terrible at it. Because you know, we're always looking to the next thing, the next yep. step, because we, we preach that. But I love this, so I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt No, you're you. fine. So some of the things that we loved this year, going all the way back, um, we tried some different events, obviously, in, in the springtime. We had our water wars that got postponed. But even water wars, we had uh, 70 or so people, and that was after a canceled event. And what was so cool about water wars this year, Brad, was that we had mostly C3 Sport families right. who joined us for two hours of fun. And so that was a summer event going right into baptism, probably one of, if not our best baptism was, outside we've ever great. done. It was great. Um, we had, what, 17 people, 15 to 17 people be baptized all different ages, yeah. um, and just hearing the stories. And it was cool because we did an outside service into a breakfast. Or, no, we did the breakfast first. Right, we did the breakfast. And then did service out by the pond. Probably one of my favorites and, we've done. And, and, and all that was, intention, again, intentional right. because we wanted to create, coming out of COVID, um, first year basically in, in full throttle as a church, we wanted to make sure we had as many connection events as we could. That was kind of our word for the Commu year. Yeah, just connect. Community, just Community, connect. Yep. And we did that through S'morefest, some yep. of the other things. And, and not these big, wild, lavish events, but just things that we could get people together. Simple events. It was, And, and they all turned out, honestly, really, yep. really, really that well. That translated us into S'morefest, yep. which was another huge success. And, uh, um, and our outdoor services, where Piper had this vision for us to mesh kind of the traditional... Um, Vacation Bible School right. with our non-traditional type setting of how we do church. Mesh it for outdoor services. It was amazing. It was a blast. It was, it was so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. And then uh, something we had never tried before. Uh, we kicked off our Be Rich campaign, which... Oh, my goodness. Uh, highlight of the year? Highlight, probably the highlight of the year. I uh, had no idea how that was going to go, and you all responded unbelievably where we just collected... Uh, money and just gave it all away and it was like forty two thousand dollars yep 40 40 plus thousand dollars plus 300 items that bridge kids raised D donated and we had realistic goals and we had some like even my unrealistic goal was twenty thousand right doubled that doubled that and just to see the the church get excited about generosity and that's and that's the fundamental stuff we're talking yep. about and that's when we knew that, that we, were, we weren't on to something. God was on to something. And that, you know, we were having hearts changed. People were saying, you know what, it, it's fun to be generous. Yeah. And we're going to continue doing that. Uh, well, we had like 118 families, I think, participate uh, in that. Yeah, all, yeah. 22 just, new givers. And that, and that was our goal more than actual raising the money was we wanted 100% participation. And we basically got very near that. We, we Everybody, estimated about 140, 150 families at Crossbridge. And the <clears> fact that we had about 120 
participate in the financial part. Yeah. And we didn't even At, include the Bridge Kids right. families, who some may have chosen that to be their gift. Absolutely blew us away. And then and then we went out of that and went into the Christmas families and, and crushed the Christmas crushed family, the family give, Christmas thing. Going right into Jingle Jam, which was probably the biggest event we've ever done. Right. Inside at least. Right. Um, and Piper put an insane amount of hours, our staff, Trevor, um, you. Trevor's still recuperating. Trevor's still recovering. <laughs> he was pretty tired. But then if you missed Jingle Jam this yep. year, um, make sure you mark it on the calendar next year. year. Not the whole, we don't have the dates yet. Just mark the whole yeah, December. Yeah, just, just make sure but that no matter what you're doing, you're going to cancel. We had probably 220, 230 there. Yeah, it was right around 200. Right around 200 people. Yeah. And we had so many families. We had multiple people who told me, they said, I came as a Grinch because my kids wanted to be there. Yeah. And I left as a, an elf. Yeah. Left excited and it ready was, to be there. But, it was cool. hey, just want to give some people, yeah. um, hello, Happy New Year, Kaisers, Jones family, Hanson, uh, Linda Creek, the Sittlers, and the Shaws. Good to see you all. So, yeah. um, the, the other cool thing, just real quickly, is that, um, and this is something you, you don't get to see a lot of, but in our position we do, is, is all kinds of people taking next steps. Yep. People being challenged in their faith, taking next steps, uh, getting out of their comfort zone. Um, so that that was really cool. And then just a ton, a ton of new families yep. uh, calling Crossbridge home. So it's just been an amazing year. You are a part of that. You, you're giving, you're serving, um, has allowed all that to happen. God is doing something incredible here. And we're just humbled to be a small part of that. Yeah, and while this year was an incredible year with a lot of highs, <coughs> There's also a lot of people, many in the chat as well, and us included, this was a tough year. It was a tough year. And that's part of why we wanted to go back and celebrate some things month by month or season by season, because there was some seasons where we were just emotionally drained. There were a lot of families in need. We were on, you know, experiencing some burnout in different seasons and um, had a lot of loss, a lot of grief. A lot of grief. Um, even as of recently in the last month, quite a few Crossbridgers lost loved ones. Yep. Uh, mental, el mental health and mental illness at a, what felt like an all-time high. It, it's kind of that post-COVID co post coma yeah. of mental health where people are, now we're really settling into the new normal. And so people are, you know, trying to adjust. And a um, lot, of, lot of diagnosis for, you know, illnesses long-term. Right. But also influenza hit hard, RSV hit hard. I, yeah, I was, I was out for two weeks myself. You were out for two weeks. I was out for seven to ten days, yeah. ten days before I felt myself. Yeah, and, um, and we had, you know, we had, we had uh, people with marriage issues, um, you know, relationship issues and yeah. things. So it, it, we want to acknowledge that it, it was a tough year for many of our Crossridge families. Yep. And, and the church was able to come along some of the side, some of those, the ones that we knew of and we, we knew we could help. But it is one of those things that we want to acknowledge that in all the great stuff, God's through is in all the great stuff and he's in also all the yep. hard stuff because here's the one thing you don't want to do with the new year's you don't want to just act as though your struggles of yesterday are just going to disappear no. when you hit midnight no you you want to I think it's appropriate to have a reset emotionally and spiritually and mentally to just say you know what it is a new day that you know verse in the Bible, new day, new mercies, that, you know, that's the same. You don't have to wait for 2023. Right. There, there isn't anything magical that yep. happens, but there is something about hope that it, it kind of reignites, like, you know what, all right, fresh start. But the struggles of yesterday still may exist for many families. And we don't want to give the impression that just because it's New Year and you've said all these things, that it, it, it may even make it harder. Right. And especially, and I will say this, because we're going to move into what, how we're going to kick off the, the year next, is 
is the, the warning that we'll tell you is the same thing we tell all the people we're baptizing is that when you get serious about your faith, when you say, I'm going to get back to the fundamentals, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to be all in this year for God, the enemy is prowling around like a lion and he's yeah. going to want to take us down. Yep. So understand that and know that and um, be, be prepared as we can for that. Yep. We, we want to emphasize the struggle because, and it's not just like single event struggle. Often when we think about the enemy attacking us, it's perhaps something major like, a loss of a loved one, which whether that was the enemy or whether that was health, whatever it might be, right. often gets associated with the devil. <coughs> but we often think of the big events. What we don't emphasize enough is the seasons of weariness yes. or exhaustion, where it's like four to five to six months of just feeling bleh. That is huge. Yep. And we need to remember that, especially as yep. we get to the end of the talk today, because yep. I think that's what plays into our verse that we Absolutely. really chose for which this is, year. Yeah. So we, we just feel like this is going to be an amazing year for Crossbridge. Not saying it's not going to be has some hard times, some difficult uh, conversations, some difficult things that we're, we're going to have to go through. We're really excited, though. But, man, it's, we, I think it's going to be one of the most productive years yep. that, that we've ever had. And, and before you get into yeah. it, just to let you all know, friends, our staff is in probably the healthiest and best place we've ever been. Absolutely. Um, we're jacked. And, and COVID was obviously trying for everybody, but – yeah, you know, for, for a ministry staff trying to figure it out, we were just, we came into 2021 all burnt out and feeling just disconnected as a team. Not right. any, like we were still friends and, and, and cordial, but it just felt like we were all doing in our lanes. We spent 2022 really invested in one another and our staff, and, and I share this just to let you know, like your, your church, your team, we're, we're, we are the most healthiest and excited that we've ever been. And we are on So pray for us. Yeah. So <laughs> next week, uh, it's all going down. No, I, I just mean, you know, it's going to be a good year. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm jacked about it. So we're going to start 2023 uh, with an emphasis on prayer. Yep. And uh, we started this actually last year with some prayer services, things like that. Uh, uh, our next up, Pastor Kim, has been pushing us with this and, and, uh, has gotten us to a place that I think is really, really crucial and, and had been, yep. that's one of the reasons why, why the staff is, why your staff is so close. Yeah, exactly. And, and so we're going to really start this year with some intentional prayer time. We're going to start the year uh, with a 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yep. And this is something new that we've never done. We've never done this before. As a church. And some of you, as you hear fasting, yeah, you might either cringe a little bit or because fasting is often associated with food, which we'll talk about here in a second, right. you might have some um, either PTSD if you have an eating disorder or you might struggle with um, just dietary restrictions. And so we're going to talk about how we define fasting right. and what our expectations for prayer and fasting are because we want to be extremely intentional this month to prepare, to launch us into the new year to say we're going to become a prayerful church that also focuses on sacrificing something of ourselves for God. And I think if we can do that, if we start that, building that fundamental into our lives, yep. it's not only going to impact our lives, our family lives, our community lives, our church, it's going, it, we're going to make a difference in the kingdom. And I, we're so excited about it. So this is actually going to start on January 9th. Yep. And it's going to end off end on, on the 29th. We've got some, a special service and things like that. So 21 days of fasting and prayer. So let's just let's talk about that fasting because you, <clears throat> you, hear, you read a lot about it in Scripture. 
And now it's even this big thing of, of how to lose weight. You know, there's all these fasting right. plans, things like that. Intermittent fasting, and that's not, keto, And that's not what we're talking about. It right. can include food, but it is so, so much more than that. And the thing that I kind of studied um, as we we're going in here is that back in, in the first century in Jesus' day, uh, you know, food was a scarcity. Right. And so they were giving something up that was a, 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 a life-sustaining yep. thing. And that has changed a little bit in our, in our own culture, in our own society. And food back then didn't taste great. Right. Unless you were the wealthiest of the wealthy, and then maybe you could afford salt to, yeah. like, put on it. So, like, when we're thinking of them giving up food, to your point, it really was giving up something that was keeping them not necessarily alive, but it was their source of energy, it was their source of honestly life it was it, 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 exactly and and again we're not challenging you to give like if you are diabetic we're not calling you to give up <laughs> right. food to uh <laughs> to find your only source of life and energy but that's part of why when you read scripture it was mostly about food because that was the biggest either that, it, that was what people relied on that that was became an idol that it, became exactly you know their center exactly. focus there might be some people here though brad that don't understand what fasting means yeah let me let me and give I you love a, this definition. You came yeah, up with. A, def, a definition I found is this: is that fasting denies our flesh, our person, what it wants, so that we can focus more clearly on strengthening our spirits. Yeah. So it's denying ourselves of something that we, in, I will say, enjoy. Enjoy indulging. Indulging is a great word. Yeah. Um, so we deny ourselves that, so that we can focus on. Focus our spirits that energy you would focus on elsewhere. That. On our, spirit, on our spiritual work. And here's something that I know you've preached about this I don't know how many times is that you've talked about when you take something out of your life. Yep, give up, give in. <clears throat> give up, give in, exactly. That, that what we're going to ask you to do is, is find something in your life that you can deny yourself, that you can give up. Give up. But if you don't, explain that a little bit. If you don't put something back in. Right, yep. And this is a, this is a mindset my counselor gave me a couple years ago is, and this is the, the, the truth with porn. This is the truth with any addiction that you have. Any addiction counselor will tell you if you're going to give up something in your life and not replace it with a healthy substitute, your body just naturally, physically and mentally is still craving that empty space. It's almost like you just choosing to give up, you know, some part of your day and then just sitting on the couch for three or four hours. Trevor might like that. Okay. <laughs> But even Trevor, while he's sitting on the couch, is doing something. This would be just completely cold turkey sitting on the couch staring at a wall for three or four hours. You'd go crazy and eventually give back in to right. your addiction or to your struggle or what. So the point of fasting is to give up something that, is, that you are indulging in okay, for, that, that may not be drawing you close to God so that you can give in. And that may be something, something good or bad. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and a lot of these things aren't inherently bad. Right. A lot of these things become bad when they take up the priority over our time with God. That's why when you pair fasting, denying yourself of something that you indulge in, again, has this, has this baggage of being food only. There's people who do Netflix facts, fasts, technology fasts. Um, there's people who step away from an addiction which can be really good because then you start 21 days. But when you take that fasting and you pair it with prayer, 
now you are giving into something spiritual. So right. often when my parents, they used to do fasts all the time. We used to do different things like a sugar fast for a week or uh, something I like to do is a fried food fast for a week just to kind of cleanse your body. But then you have to give into something healthy like eating healthy food. When you're doing something spiritual to try to grow spiritually, pairing that with prayer or time alone with God or journaling or even exercising, something that is going to trigger um, focus and reset and uh, reliance on God, that's where you then give in and you start to see a lot of spiritual growth. And, and again, I think that changes us in the long term. Absolutely. And, and I absolutely love that. And, you're and why 21 days is you're establishing there's actually some emphasis. Do you know why? It, it, you're establishing a new habit. Right. I mean, it takes about 21 days, right. they say. They say it takes seven days to break a habit and 21 days to establish a, a habit. New, a new habit. A new habit. And so that's why it's important yeah. for, you know, this. So we just thought, man, what a great way just to start this new year off with this fasting and, and, and prayer emphasis that we're going to do. And I find it interesting. In one of my notes here, I put, Jesus is only recorded as fasting once. Did you know that? Mm -mm. Is that during the 40 days uh, yeah. in the desert? That's the, only, that's the only time he's actually recorded oh. as fasting. Anyway. He and it was <clears throat> to establish himself in the, in the posture he needed to then go on and do three years of ministry. Exactly. So that's part of, again, sometimes you see people who are going on big um, trips like uh, missions experiences or, you know, a lot of pastors will do it if they're, you know, pre preparing a book. So, you know, for me, when I released my last book, I fasted from social media the entire month of February, didn't post anything and stayed off of that just as a fast to prepare my heart. And uh, you'll see some people do that. Um, so some of the things we're doing prayer wise um, before we, we move on this year, our online campus, you said, just like you said, we're kicking off January 9th through the 29th. That is our 21 day period. So this week, don't expect anything. Uh, Kim is kicking off January 8th. Right. Is that right? January 8th, our series called Dangerous Prayers. Right. Which, for those of you who are familiar with Craig Rochelle, that's a, a very short, simple read by him. I listen to it on audio, on audio, Audible. Uh, you can listen to audiobook. It's like a two-hour listen. Very simple. But Dangerous Prayers is going to be our series we're walking through as a church for three weeks. And we're also going to be doing that 21 days on our online campus. Have a new prayer prompt each day in our online Facebook campus. Uh, going through that book. Um, and then, why don't you tell them what we're going to do at the end of January? We're going to do, um, uh, the last service at the end of January is going to be a prayer service. And don't let that freak you out. doesn't mean you're going to have to come in and pray out loud with anybody or anything like that. Um, but we had so many people say, man, this prayer service you did. That we tried last year a couple times A couple times was so powerful. And so... It's just going to be a, a, a calm place that we're going to get together as a church. We're going to pray over. We'll stay in your chairs. Stay in your chair. We're going to pray. Um, in, in, in Provide some prompts for prompts. you. Like, hey, now spend two minutes praying on mental illness. Yeah. And so you'll sit in your chairs. You'll just silently pray. There, there will be music. We'll play some worship um, throughout. More than likely, we're going to do communion during that time and things like that. So it's just going to be a reflective prayer time. I think it's going to be a powerful service. We'd love for you to, to really try to uh, attend one of those services. It's going to be a great way for us to, to finish that. Yep. And I think especially... If we're engaged and, and, and going through that whole 21 days of really preparing ourselves, it's going to be powerful. We're going to see the spirit move. Yep, and on our online campus, I'm going to post a 21 days of prayer and fasting version Bible plan that you can join as our church. That would be great. Um, there's plenty of them on version that they do. A lot of churches, especially during January, do this kind of as a, a spiritual reset to start the new year. And so there's going to be different ways. You can do it via the version Bible plan. You can do it on our online campus with our book, Dangerous Prayers. And and Piper, as a, as a Christmas gift to all her parents, gave out a full year 
calendar of prayer of every day that they can pray with their families and things. Awesome. We still got a, a lot of those left. So, we can hook yep. you up with those. Yep. There's all kinds of ways to get involved. And and let's just before we move on to this last item, let's just let's just talk through and give some people some ideas of. Okay, I don't even know where to start with those whole fasting things. Fasting, what? Yep. And and I, and I just think some some areas that we just want to prompt you with. Um, and you you mentioned addictions earlier, and I think this is an area um, is a great place to start, especially for some of those people who yep. who struggle with with these. And, and we all have addictions in our lives. Yep. Okay, you, you know, it may be a pornography addiction. Maybe maybe for twenty one days, this is it, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go cold turkey, and I'm, that's what I'm gonna pray with. Um, other kind of addiction. Maybe it's an alcohol addiction. Maybe it is just. You know, you name it. There's all kinds of things like that that, yeah. that hold us back. Yeah, and you listed some of the big ones too. Let's think about maybe it's a technology addiction. Maybe it's a Netflix addiction. You, and see that, and this is what we talked about actually earlier. You right. know, one of the things that Barb and I love to do is we, we get home at night and we turn on Netflix or whatever we're binge watching, and and we'll do many many hours of that. And yeah. and I told you, I said the thing that I'm going to commit to is is at, at 10 o'clock it is TV off. And I'm yeah. going to go and I'm going to pick out books and I'm going to read at least a yep, chapter. You're giving up an hour of time. I'm going to give up an hour of time and I'm going to invest it into a, a book that I'm interested in reading and things yeah. like that. Um, and and it, it, I actually tested it, like you said, at the beginning. Yeah. I gave up over the, the break. But <laughs> but it, it, it changed dramatically in, in the yeah. week or two that I was even doing it. So I'm looking yeah. forward to really doing that. So giving yeah. up something that is really important to you or not important but yeah. that fills your time. Right, time, but then also, like, some people do give up sugar. Some people give up coffee. Something get, some people give up something that are like, you know what, during this fast, I want to just stretch myself, push myself, sometimes even punish myself to just try to, you know, build up that resiliency. And, that, and again, there's so many different levels of fasting. We want to expand that definition to say it really comes down to pray about it. Spend Absolutely. this week. That's why we're not starting until January 9th. Spend this week saying, God, what can I give up? Right. What is it you're calling me to give up? Yep. Because I think there's something specific for each and every yep. one of us. Could be Facebook. Could be. Um, something that I, I love to suggest to people who are, you know, have absolutely no idea where to start. Turn on screen time on your phone. If you have an iPhone, you can turn on screen time, go to settings, screen time, turn it on and let it just track. And that will then just track. Because a lot of people will say, well, I'm not addicted to my phone. Yeah. I'm not addicted to technology. I don't, I'm not addicted to social media. Just let this week, let it track how much time you spend on each thing. And then on next Sunday, before you choose, you know, if you're still struggling, go look on your screen time and see, whoa, I spent three hours a day on this area or 47 minutes, or I had 400 pickups. Whatever it might be, spend this week really thinking about it. Yeah, and I would challenge all of us that it, to look past the food area. If, yeah. if food is a hang-up for you or there's something, you know, like you know, one of the things that I could be is, you know, I drink too much soda. Sure. You know, and so it, maybe that's an area. Yep. It's something like that, but it's not a, a hey. Let's starve ourselves necessarily for this food thing. Absolutely not. I think it's more for us. Is, is the technology thing? Is it the the addiction thing? Um, I think that's what we're looking at. I think that's going to make make the bigger impact than anything that we yep. do. Something I've done in the past too is giving up. This is going to sound so weird. Giving up judgment, or give up bitterness. Yeah. You know, where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to be as patient as possible this month. Which, again, sounds like, well, shouldn't you do that every month? Yes, but where we've gotten as a society is like, I mean, 
driving with you on a roundabout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like when you have that excuse now where yeah. you're like, you know what? No, I'm not going to road rage or I'm not going to swear. Maybe maybe you love to swear. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? For 21 days, I'm just going to use different language. Yep. And just see the positive effect. So spend awesome. this week saying, God, I'm praying the prayer. God, show me. It's the David prayer. You know, exposing me. You know, show me what you are. Created me a pure heart. What are you calling me to give up yeah. for this 21 days? And who knows? Maybe at the end of 21 days, there's been so many people who have given up things long term. Yeah. I knew I in college we had to do a, a prayer and fasting. I gave up soda. I made it four years of soda. And then, then you I start had hanging a kid. Me. And I hang out with you. <laughs> and I had a kid. And Diet Pepsi came back in my life. There but you go. That's we're excited about January. We're excited about this series. Um, so many different ways to connect. And then also at the end of the month, a prayer service for Sunday mornings can be really cool. Yeah. But so we're just going to devote ourselves for this next month of, 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 of prayer and, and devotion to yep. who God is calling us to be as individuals yep. and as a church. So we want to close today just talking about um, <clears throat> I just came to the staff and, and particularly Jordan and said, hey, this is just a verse that has been on my heart because of what I see people going through throughout the year. Uh, this last year, and uh, it's a verse um, from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 30. And And this is going to be our theme verse for the year. For the year, and so you're going to hear us come back to this. Uh, Some of the series that we do, we'll we'll have this emphasis on it. We'll come back to here, but but here's what it says. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. This is Jesus talking. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And we've had so many discussions between the staff and, and looking at the, the frantic pace that, that um, cross bridges are living. And we're saying, man, it's not the way to live. Right. And it's including ourselves. Yep. We've really checked our own hearts with this. Yep. And we look at our children and we look at our, our teens and, you know, we've heard We've watched Trevor struggle with 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 how these teens are are handling anxiety and things and the pressure that they they're under in in their school in their lives in the sports and you name it and it's just it's not the way we are designed and wired to live and Jesus Himself says, "Come to me." There's something peaceful. There's something re- that that as we 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 get closer to Him, that our lives become more restful. Yeah, Trevor. Trevor's mic's on. Um, you're not going to see him on the camera, but Trev, why don't you just share kind of after you got back from our Discover Conference or 365, or you you just kind of had a, a mindset reset, but then also just recognizing how much our teens are struggling. Why don't you just share a little bit of kind of what that has looked like with our teens and your mindset with ministry moving forward, but then also what they're dealing with. Yeah. So for me. Um I think this really started about four years ago where I started to realize like, hey, we have some some teens who are are just really struggling. And, you know, for a few years I wrote it off as, hey, it's just this specific group of people. And if you've watched any of the the videos that we've put out with teens, you know, we do a couple a year. Um, Every story, if you go back and watch those, they're all the same right now where it's teens are just overwhelmed. And I think if adults are honest, like you're saying, like we admit that we are overwhelmed. And I think like we've created a culture just of, of busyness, of pressure, of expectation. And year after year after year, that has trickled down to our teens. And they really have 
embodied that to the point where um, I think we as adults, like we, we try so hard to push teens because we want them to be better or whatever. But I think we have to take an honest look and ask like, do we really need to be pushing people? Is this really what's best or is what's best? Like Jesus is saying, right? Like come to me and let me remove things from you. Let me take things from you. And so, yeah, when I've watched our teens the last several years, um, and even this year, like, honestly, I was in a pretty bad place because I feel like I'm like, I don't even know how to help them because they're all really, really broken. Um, and I feel helpless, you know, watching them. And so, yeah, I think this whole idea is something that we as adults really need to learn and embrace ourselves. So that way we can trickle down a different culture, a different attitude, and hopefully help swing and save a whole generation right now that is just drowning under pressure and, and mental health. I love that. And and again, I think that's part of why we're starting the year we are, yeah. is getting back to the fundamentals. But I want to break this verse down just a little bit because I found this fascinating as I was studying this. Um, script, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. And some versions say labor. And if you break those words down, the wearier labor are burdens that we take on ourselves, mm. that we, we, we feel like we've got to do something. And so we're, and again, going back, back to social media of keeping up with whoever it is, whether it be on our finances or where we live, our, our kids and, our, and their education, our kids and their grades, the kids and their, and their sports and things like that. It's expectations yep. we put on ourselves. Yep. And then it goes on and says weary and burdened. And, the, and some versions say heavy, heavy laden. And those are actually burdens that others put on us. Mm. And that word is only used in, in another time is, is Matthew 24, 4 where it's talking about the religious leaders putting burdens on people hmm. of how they are to perform religiously, if you will. Wow. So I think as we look at this, it, it, it tells us something. We, we do this to ourselves yeah. and other people, and even being aware of that is a yeah. place to start. Yep. And so we want you to live your best life, and we believe that that is through Jesus, and, and he says that his yoke is absolutely you know, the way to go. Yeah. And and we want you to have that kind of freedom. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for, and that's what we're praying for. Mm, that's good stuff. Friends, some of you this year may experience <clears throat> some loss, mental illness, struggles, some illnesses, um, some really tough times and dark times. And I love this as a theme verse for the whole year of Crossbridgers to say, you know what, um, whether you – this is the best year of your life, or this may be the darkest year of your life. We can come and we can rest. And what a what a four letter word that us Americans often avoid rest. Right. Um, and what does it truly look like? I don't think any of us are really good at rest. Um, even those who rest too much aren't good at rest, and those who work too much aren't like. It really is so good for us to reset, recenter. Say, so you know what, God, this month we're going to spend time as a church praying, fasting, and resting in you. Because we believe that 2023 can be, as a church, the best year yet. Right. Doesn't mean that there's not going to be individual struggles um, that we walk through, that we navigate. We're going to experience suffering. But to have a verse like this to be able to come back to you, it's going to be powerful. So, Brad, we, we kind of touched on a couple things wrapping up. Why don't you just kind of recap our, our challenge for our, our church family, our YouTube watchers, Facebook watchers, and our entire church family, what is our challenge for the month of January, but then translating maybe to 2023? Yeah, our, our, our challenge is just to step back 
take a very deep breath and, and ask ourselves, God, what do you have for me? And we believe the best way to do that, starting from the very beginning, is a fast and prayer. Me giving up something that's, that's either important to me or keeping me away from yep. being the best version that God wants of, of me. Yep. And replacing it with spiritual disciplines of prayer, specifically. And there's also time alone, you know, just resting and, and also reading scripture. Um, but particularly that prayer time, I just think if we can, we can get people talking to God and in that relational mode, um, it, it's, gonna, it's just going to change people. And then at the end of that, we're going to do the prayer service that, that we talked about. But I just think that sets us up the best way we possibly can for the remainder of, of 2023. And when we start feeling that weariness, that, mm. over, that, that burden, that this is, life is just too much, there's, there's too much going on, that we, we key back into saying, okay, this is not how Jesus is asking me to live. Yep. So there's something off here somewhere. Yep. Where do I need to get back? And I yep. want you to understand that, that we don't get it right. The staff didn't get it. You heard Trevor say that you know, it, was, it was a struggle area of his life. It's a struggle in, in our lives, and we've just got to step back. And, and we have accountability in our staff because we see each other so much, yep. but we want to also help you with that. Find yep. somebody that you can have accountability. Know that we are here. If there's something that's going on, we want to be able to walk with you through teaching you how, <laughs> helping you uh, find that rest and, right. and find that, that comfort in that. Yep, and so if you're looking for something um, to kind of give in to, again, download either the audiobook of Dangerous Prayers. We're going to be walking through that. We have three weeks of teaching on it, um, and then we have our, our online campus. Walk through Dangerous Prayers. It's an easy read. You can also buy it, or it's an easy listen. Uh, uh, your mom show. did post in the chat. It's on the library audiobook app for free as well. Awesome. So if you go to Hoopla, or um, uh, there's another one, the Hoopla app, so you can get it for free, audiobook or ebook. Listen, read it that way, but even if you're just like, you know what, I'm going to just read for 20 minutes. You might be a terrible reader or hate reading. I ter I'm terrible at it. And you don't like it sometimes. Right. You'll go stretches where you read a lot, and then you'll go stretches where you're, you know, you're just, your brain's exhausted. And, and, and that's the other thing, thing I don't want people to get to. to you, know, you may do very well for three or four days and right. then fall off the wagon. Yep. It's okay. Yep. It's okay. You're starting the process. That's why so many people give up their resolutions. Don't, don't give up. Because they think that you have to do 365 days of perfection. Right. Friends, that's not possible. No. I had somebody ask me, what, you, you want to do a 365-day uh, Bible through the year plan? And I said, no, I don't. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, I knew this is, I was setting myself up to fail for one thing. Yeah. And so that, it, again, don't, don't put that pressure, that burden on ourselves, yep. as we talked about. Yep. And so find a book, find a journal, find a, maybe you're like, you know what, I'm going to commit to going to the gym. I'm going to commit to praying five minutes every morning, one minute every morning. Yep. I'm going to pray. I'm going to commit to maybe you're like, you know what, I don't really have a set routine with my work because I can get up whenever I want. So I'm going to start getting up a little earlier and then just going out for a walk. Maybe I'm going to eat healthier. Maybe you're like, you know what, I've been doing a lot of fried food, fast food. I'm just going to give up fast food. You know, whatever it might be, just really challenge you to then not just give it up, okay, but then ask the question, what can I give into right. to really stretch me? If you're going to give up fast food, that's incredible. Now have the mindset to say, I'm going to give up fast food, and I'm going to go on a 20-minute walk each morning, and during that walk, I'm going to spend time in prayer or a five-minute walk, or I'm going to give up, you know, you know, soda, and then I'm going to drink 
more water with the mindset that, you know, Jesus is living water. And, and you know, during that time, every time I fill up my water bottle, I'm going to, you know, recite, you know, John, you know, verse where I am the, the way, the truth, and the life. Something, something simple where it's you're... very simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. And, you know, we're talking about that walk. I, I just thought, you know, if you don't know what you're... Because a lot of people say, I don't know what to pray about. Take a walk in your neighborhood and, and pray for every other house. The oh, people that's in, brilliant. You know, just, it's so simple. And, and it doesn't have to be anything... Yep. Hey, I don't know these people, God, but I just pray that, yep. you know. They might have hope. Yeah. Um, hey, God, how you doing today? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, and that's it. part of what this series is. is yeah. The disciples, I was talking to you and my mom about this series, and as I was reading, uh, I don't even remember what I was reading or listening to, the only time, I think it's the only time the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to do something, to teach us how to pray. That's the only thing. Isn't that fascinating? It that is. just shows how important and how much Jesus prayed because yeah. they're watching their leader do this and they're right. like, hey, Jesus, it's the only time in the, the Gospels that the disciples deliberately asked Jesus to teach them. They could have asked us to teach them how to do anything else. But they're, so, so it's a genuine question. How do I pray? We're going to be walking through three different prayers for this series, Dangerous Prayers. And um, it's also one of those things, if you don't practice it, you're never going to get better at it. That's right. So you have to start somewhere. We are, we are so excited. We're so glad that you joined us, and we're looking forward to the beginning of this year. We're looking for the, it, for the whole year. It's, yeah. it's going to be amazing to watch what God is going to do, and uh, we're excited about it. Why don't you close us in prayer? Yeah, hey, just pray with me where you are. Hey, Lord, thank you so much for being an awesome God, and that we were able to, some of us celebrate the holidays, some of us grieve during the holidays, some of us just um, feeling lonely but then also some of us fill with community, God. And, and what's so cool about our church is we have people in every stage of life. Mm -hmm. And so we just pray and praise you in every stage of life, uh, in the valley, in the mountaintop. Um, here is your sheep, and we know that as your sheep we can just be um, a little bit uh, chaotic at times, and we can run away, and we can um, be heavy burdened, but we can also be bitter and judgmental. And so, God, we just ask for your grace going into this year. We lift you up. And, Lord, I specifically pray for our teens uh, during this time, too, that, God, that all the parents watching would really just pour into their kids to say, you know what, I'm going to be intentional with my kids this year. I'm not going to place too much pressure on them. I'm not going to place unnecessary boundaries. I'm going to keep them in a healthy state of mind and then get them to church. Um, and that starts with our parents showing up to church and prioritizing that. Um, but then also all of our singles, uh, Lord, I just know that this season – especially during the wintertime and the holiday season, can be very lonely, lonely and lonesome and probably receive some uncomfortable questions from relatives this season of <laughs> uh, when's the significant other coming. So, God, I just pray for our singles right now and just ask that they would lean into you but then also find friends and, and find comfort knowing that you're still there. Uh, God, many of us are heavy burdened, uh, but we know that you give us rest. And so we pray that over all of our church in 2023. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We cannot wait to see you next Sunday as we kick off Dangerous Prayers. Have a great rest of the day. See ya.